Hey, this is Jess. And this is Trevenia. This is the podcast, Why Does No One Tell You? Where we talk about all the things that we're learning as first-time moms that no one talks about or told us about. Hey, welcome to Why Does No One Tell You? And today... We are going to be talking about postpartum mood disorders. Apparently, there's a lot of them. Oh my gosh, Jess, yes. Jess, yes. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many. There's postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum stress syndrome, postpartum panic disorder, postpartum obsessive compulsive disorder, postpartum post-traumatic stress disorder, and postpartum psychosis. That's a lot. I know. I didn't know. I... You know, they tell you about postpartum. I know. They kind of like blanket statement it. They're like, hey, mm -hmm. you might have postpartum depression, but apparently that means a lot. It does. Well, and it's interesting because all of these have different symptoms. Hmm. So you may have like postpartum panic disorder, but you don't know that it's, but you may have like misdiagnose it or miscommunicate that with your doctor. It's really interesting. That is interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I know with me, I was looking at this and I was like, hmm, I did not know that I had this. (laughs) Um, I was looking at it and I definitely, I thought, well, first of all, I carry a lot of shame. So whenever Mm -hmm. like we would talk about this and I loved what you said earlier, you said in your head, it's big, but when you say it, it's Mm -hmm. small. And, like, I would carry these thoughts in my head. I was thinking, like, Isaac, my son, was better off without me. And, like, I know. And I would think, I was thinking about these things, like, oh, he's better taken care of with his abuela or with other people. Because I also work a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and so I was really thinking, like, oh, he's better off without me. And, like, when I would say that, my friend that was listening was like, mm, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was like a red flag. That was like something that, oh, you should think about that. that right. That, that's not like something that is normal or like, of course, the mother is the best. The mother and the dad, like the care, yeah. the main caretakers are the best people for the job. Right. So the fact that I was saying those things didn't, Mm. it wasn't good. Yeah. Like it it didn't make sense. So like while you're thinking that or going through that, like Mm -hmm. there, did you have any alarms that went off or anything? No, it was mainly just those thoughts. And like, I also didn't want to, I didn't care. I was not obsessed with Isaac. Like Mm. with, I felt like all everyone else was like, oh yeah, I love my baby. And like, I loved him too, but I just wasn't not. I wasn't like, yeah, I didn't feel like I had to always be near him all the time. Mm. And I think to an extent that's fine. But also, I think that was a sign of like some sort of postpartum for sure. Looking back and and um, uh, yeah, it, it just came out differently than I think than what you read in the books. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had never until you mentioned it to me, like mm-hmm. to me, postpartum depression was just like you just like felt bad or something right but apparently 
that is just like an umbrella mm-hmm. for that's right all the things so you mentioned them earlier so what does yeah what does each one so like here, we'll kind of go through them here um postpartum depression and i'm taking this information from the postpartum support international and we can put that in the show notes for sure but they are an organization that was founded in 1987 um, out of california and it was founded because approximately 15 percent of all women will experience postpartum depression following the birth of a child 10 percent will experience depression or anxiety there's a lot of people that experience some sort of postpartum something and it said like one in seven pregnant and postpartum women nationwide are have some sort of complication like this yeah isn't that's a lot of people yeah it's a lot of people so postpartum depression um, some symptoms are like anger or irritability, lack of interest in baby, mm. lack of appetite, difficulty sleeping, difficulty getting out of bed, uh, lack of concentration, feelings of guilt or shame. Um, so reading that, like I definitely, looking back, I definitely suffered from that because I just, I don't know. I like mm. wouldn't eat and I was not interested in Isaac, but I was busy doing other things. Mm. So it looked it didn't look like the typical person or I don't know what even is typical, but like <laughs> true, someone that would be laying around in bed. I busied myself like mm. working and like doing other things because that's just my default is to work when right. I'm stressed. And so looking back, that probably wasn't the best thing mm. um, because of everything else going on. There was a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, some symptoms of postpartum anxiety are like racing thoughts, difficulty sleeping, inability to sit still, uh, fear of leaving home or being alone. That could mm. also be an indicator of anxiety. And postpartum stress syndrome, that is a feeling of helplessness. Uh, a sense of disappointment in oneself in new role or life and feelings of inadequacy. So all of these, I feel like these are hard conversations. Yeah. And uh, the the questionnaire at the six week uh, postpartum, did you have to fill that out? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I f- feel happy. And it's like you have to like say like not at all or as much as I ever have or something like that. It's so weird. Yes, yeah. it is the Edinburgh Postnatal Depression Scale. And it's 10 questions. It was developed in Scotland at health centers in Livingston and Edinburgh. Hmm. And it's supposed to help healthcare workers like be able to diagnose, but I don't know if it does a good job at that. Mm. What do you I mean, what do you think? I I, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> when I answered, I always answered that I felt fine. Right. Yeah. So, but like, I'm interested to see the rest of these to like, I'm like listening to you. I'm like trying to figure out, okay, did I have something? Right. You know? Cause like, but for me, I don't know how much of it is like related to postpartum depression or just sleep deprivation. 
That's true. Sleep deprivation. Because, I mean, sleep deprivation can do a lot to your psyche as well. That's that it's so like true. A lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And we can get into that more in a later episode. But, yes. I mean, it's just. That's a really I don't, good point. Like, for me, it's like, how do you know the difference between whether you're just exhausted or yeah. if you have postpartum depression? Yeah. <laughs> like, you and know? I think, well, and that also makes you anxious. Right. Because you're like, which one is it? Right. Yeah. Because you want to make sure that you get the help that you need. Right. But how do you get the help that you need if you don't know how, like, what to even ask for? Right. That's probably yeah. Mo- motherhood in general, for honestly. Real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are all the questionnaires the same, like, across the board? Like, yeah. there's only one questionnaire that they give, mm-hmm. and, like, that's the postpartum depression questionnaire? Yep, it is. And they... It's been translated, I think, into 23 different languages. Interesting. Yeah. So did did it say how they came to those conclusions? No. I, and that's what I was trying to research here. Um, Google has like a scholar section uh-huh. and you can just look up medical journals and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I haven't been able to find because I want to know what the... Um, what the testing like how did they come to the conclusion of these questions yeah so i don't know yet maybe we can ask a doctor yeah or something that would be interesting yeah right that would be very interesting to know mm-hmm. especially because they've it's been around for so long and they're just like going with it yeah yeah <laughs> exactly i want to know why it's interesting to me but the other um postpartum disorders postpartum panic disorder is if you have like profuse sweating maybe chills dizziness numbness you feel like you're going to die or you feel like you're going crazy or losing control oh wow yes and i have experienced a couple of those um episodes that i am telling the world right now but um it 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 is a it is where you feel completely overwhelmed and you don't know like well i mean you said i just read it you feel like you're going crazy or you're losing control it is um it's a little scary in that regard i can't imagine Mm -hmm. um the other postpartum disorders are postpartum obsessive compulsive disorder which this one constant need to clean or check things many times a sense of horror about the obsessions. That's interesting. A fear of being left alone with the infant and maybe um, compulsions. So you're doing certain things over and over and over huh. again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there is postpartum post-traumatic stress disorder, which has you're lashing out or you have angry responses your exaggerated startle responses, your avoidance of potential maybe trauma triggers. This one's an interesting one. What was that called again? Uh, postpartum post-traumatic stress disorder. I might have had that. Really? Because you said um, lash- lashing out, Yeah. you said, and or, like start easily startled and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not have been like intense but like i don't know i I feel like i feel like i had like i would not that i was like more angry than usual but like i don't know i just like certain things just like ticked me off right for no reason yeah i i don't know and then i think you're right about the sleep deprivation i mean oh true the 
because like thinking about like oh was it that panic disorder or was it I was so overwhelmed because I was so exhausted right yeah and like all the circumstances in my life that was making me that way as well not making me but I was choosing to allow those circumstances to kind of dictate how I was feeling in that moment I don't know yeah and then postpartum psychosis which this is hallucinations decreased need for or inability to sleep paranoia and suspicions this one seems like a a, an extreme version of postpartum yeah so it's very interesting how there are so many different i guess postpartums right uh depressions and anxieties and mood disorders that it was really hard it's hard to um see them or hard to yeah identify them yeah Yeah. and i feel like that's the importance of talking about it yeah because Mm -hmm. like how are you gonna know if you're not talking to somebody about what you're feeling exactly and like that's where the whole societal like pressure i feel like gets in the way yeah because like you were talking about how you you carry shame and it's like Mm -hmm. We shouldn't, like, we literally just brought a human being into the world. Right. Like, yeah. that's yeah. huge. Yes. I mean, there's so much mm-hmm. involved with that. And what a blessing that is, too, to, like, yes. be able to do that, let alone actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like, oh, now I can't ask anybody any questions or I can't talk about what I'm feeling or what I'm going through because somebody might judge me. Yeah. And it's like. But then that's how people end up with problems right? because they're not talking about it. Like, I feel like I'm not saying that if you did talk about it, you wouldn't have postpartum depression. But I feel like at least talking about it with somebody would make it easier Mm -hmm. because then at least you are getting it out and getting it off your chest and getting it out of your mind. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes, too, especially in the church circles. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do agree words are powerful. Um, and I feel like in the church circles, a lot of times, if it's a negative thought that yeah. people are like, oh, don't say that. Do you want that? Is that what you want? Then right. you shouldn't say it. Yeah. It's like, okay, but it's better for me to get it out of my mind than to leave it in mm-hmm. there to cause more problems. Right. And like, no, it's not what I want, but this is what I'm feeling. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. Like, this is, it's literally weighing on me. Yes. Like, I have to release myself of this burden. I have to drop this weight. I cannot carry it with right. me. And the only way for me to, to release it mm-hmm. is to, like, say, hey, right. this is what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And like somebody, you yeah. know, am, I'm, I'm, I know I can't be the only one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So it's like. I feel like that's why it's really important to talk about these things. And like, yeah, maybe you're a little embarrassed or mm-hmm. maybe you feel ashamed. But like, honestly, like the best people to be talking to about it is other moms. Because yeah. chances are they've experienced they, exactly what you're experiencing. Yes. And they understand. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if anything, just be encouraged that like, just 
talk to somebody and it maybe even seek out a counselor or something to like Mm -hmm. talk to a counselor about it if you don't want to talk to anyone else about it you know yes exactly and that's what I did I went and I started going to counseling last year there were some other things that we were dealing with and so talking to a counselor helps because they're also unbiased yeah and they will see how you know your tendencies may be or things that you're you will repeat and so it's nice to have a third party and I'm a Christian so I'm faith-based so I searched out for someone in that faith-based circle you don't have to do that but I encourage you to find that person if if you're in faith-based like look for those faith-based counselors right yeah I I really think it's important to get things out Mm mm-hmm I like that. And yeah. I like that about you, Jess, because Jess will come at, come at me with like, hey, I'm dealing with this. And like, that's one of the things I love about her because she'll, she'll just, she, well, she may hate it because like <laughs> her, her mood, like, you know exactly how Jess is feeling at all times. Like, there's no guessing. My sister is the same way. Um, I love it. Um, but it's not. I don't really, I don't really see a problem with it to me <laughs> it bothers me more when people like dance around the issues right. yeah like, just tell me please and maybe that's and a southern thing i was just gonna say yeah i really think that's the northern in me yeah because i love you all but <laughs> southern people do not know how to confront issues that's true they that's really true. don't it's all like they're either passive aggressive yeah. or they just avoid the th- this, well we're the just gonna completely. avoid it yeah and, and it's drink like our sweet tea they're like exactly but like i'm glad you love that because i, I just appreciate come out it and like hey did this yeah. happen to you hey did you experience right. this? hey what did you do with isaac hey you know like uh huh yeah lots of things but like at the same time i'm like i trust you yeah oh, that's and the, so it's that's like that community yeah mm-hmm. like i know you're not gonna judge mm-hmm. me right because like isaac's a couple months older than atlas is mm-hmm. so i know that you've been right where, where i am <laughs> <laughs> yes. if only two months ahead yes so it's That's like asking you those questions because like even with physical parts of recovery yes postpartum oh yeah you know and we'll get into that mm-hmm. in another episode um but just like yep asking those questions is so important because mm-hmm. like like you said like the questions they ask you feel like they yeah. didn't really hit the mark yeah. And um, or maybe I'm just not answering them again. And maybe it goes back to my problem of sh- I'll say shame. this. I, well, it, that could be part of it. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, getting in touch with my teacherness. Well, ex-teacher. Yeah. Anyway, um, the sta- it's like a standardized test, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Where they make it. one test. You're right. F- that they expect everyone mm-hmm to take and for them to make one test for the entire world (laughs) of mothers yeah is wild to me because everybody is different that's true and as we've found there's like 10 different types of postpartum and it's Mm -hmm. like answering 10 questions yeah oh yeah and expecting results right is insane to me Mm -hmm. but um as a follow-up, um, yeah. like I mentioned earlier, saying uh, talking, having different episodes um, in regard to the postpartum recovery, because there's just so much to it. Yes. Um, there's just so much to it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like we talked about emotionally with postpartum yeah um and the physical part the mental part like just so many changes Mm -hmm. yes but but yeah i mean so we'll we'll be having that we'll even have some guests on to talk about their personal experience Mm -hmm. with postpartum recovery and specifically postpartum depression Mm -hmm. um and so that's gonna be super exciting very exciting yes good things ahead Mm -hmm. things ahead thanks for listening yes thank you for listening Mm -hmm. and we look forward to um, making more episodes yes and remember you're not alone yes you are not and we'll continue to ask why does no one tell you